Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started. The title of this interview is How Much Marketing and Networking Has Changed. And my guest is Lillian Brummett. Lillian and her husband, Dave, are the team behind Brummett Media Group, high-fiving cheerfully as they pass each other on the way from checking off one item or other from their long to-do list. Well, I know what that's about. Seems that I don't, my to-do list doesn't get shorter. It gets longer. So when you're making it shorter, then you're doing something right. Excellent for you, Lillian. Great. After moving to their dream location in in the Kootenai region of British Columbia, Canada, they have been methodically converting the abused lot over to the little park it has become. And in doing so, have gained certification with B, pollinator and wildlife organizations that is fantastic i love that that is so great their home too has become energy efficient via the many upgrades they have done their businesses their business includes dave's music studio and percussion by the way lillian i'm a musician too but everybody wants me not to play (laughs) i used to have a punk band but that's i don't want to digress <laughs> uh, uh he has a he plays percussion and he has percussion accessory products and graphic design work as well as numerous award-winning non-fiction books that i love and popular blogs sipping wine made from their yards produce while enjoying a gorgeous view preparing daily feasts 30 to 70 percent of which is produced from their own yard that's excellent. She's living the life. She's living the life that I love. And so this, this is going to be a, an interview that I'm really looking forward to. And she loves also playing with her dogs. Uh, and that's her, those are all her favorite activities. I'm, I love, I'm really a dog guy right now. I have cats, but I dogs, uh, I don't, I could talk so much about dogs. Welcome Lillian. This is good. I'm really looking forward to this interview. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tony, and everyone for joining us today in this video and in, in this interview. I, I really appreciate your time dropping in here. And this is exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to this. Well, you're quite welcome. And, and it's a pleasure. <laughs> and I also had a bit of a, uh, an error there. The title of, of this interview is, yes, we're going to talk about more, how marketing and networking has changed. But the title of this interview is Sustainable Business Methods. So there's a great correlation between the two, but that's the title of this interview. And as I said to Lillian at the beginning, uh, a primary, the way I see this interview is that she is living the life that she's dreamed for herself or with her and her husband and her dogs. Uh, and, th- and that, if, if that's not personal development and, and I don't know what is, <laughs> you know, so this is a, this is about personal development, but this is about envisioning a, a life and then, and then stepping into it and making it happen. Would you say that's an accurate description, Lillian? Yeah, it was a very conscious, a very deliberate step-by-step 
uh, process to get us to where we are now. You know, it started after a, a three-car pileup that I was involved in, and I lost my business that I had built up, and uh, I was really questioning my existence, my life, my purpose, my value, uh, how I wanted to go forward. I was in chronic depression. I was in chronic pain. Um, I was in physiotherapy for a year and a half. It was a really tough time for me. And then coming out of that, you know, you're never not, you're not quite the same after something like that. You're still dealing with issues and pain and what have you. And it's, you feel a little bit like, you know, the universe has sort of stood up against you and blocked your way. Um, you know, you were already going uphill with the brakes on, it felt like, and then this happened. So I, it really crushed me. And so my husband and I uh, had some really deep uh, conversations about um, what it would take for me to crawl out of that depression and to have joy in life again. And that involved me feeling like no matter what, what happened tomorrow or today, I could look back on yesterday or the past hour and feel like my life had some sort of value, that I had some sort of impact, that there was, there was a positive legacy being left behind by my actions. And that would lessen the blow of losing something, you know, again. So that's where we really started out. And it took some time to process exactly what that meant for us. You know, we explored with some various things and it ended up becoming that we, you know, our passion for growing, for gardening. That began when I was young. I was looking into university before I started my own business. And I was thinking about taking, you know, getting into silviculture, botany, uh, biology. I was really into that and it grew into my passion for gardening. So that also became part of it. Um, gardening was also the tool that bonded my mom and I together. We were had some difficulties. I was on my own when I was really young. She had married many, many times and not very healthy relationships. But, but so, let, let, let me interrupt you for a second. By the way, you're hearing her dogs. Oh, I know. I'm waving at them. Be quiet, girls. <laughs> That's fine. I have, like I said, I love dogs. I really, I have, right. I'm, I'm well known for having two great dogs that I did everything with coast to coast, been homeless with. And now I have cats because I've wrestled right. them all. And they also interrupt my interview sometimes. <laughs> and, and, and so I don't begrudge you at all. Uh, I invite them into the interview. Uh, and <laughs> well, they're doing you. their best, aren't they? <laughs> it's fantastic. And it, it, what you've told me so far is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it seems to me that, you know, we, we vision a life and then, what then there's something in the way of it. And that's life. And especially with, with its surprises, it's things that were not planned, trauma. Mm. Uh, and th this, is all, this is what life has in it. And, and the question is that life asks us, going with life is, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to let life stop you and derail you uh, from what you dream and envision? Or are yeah. you going to keep going? Or, or, and then even more so, are you going to use what life has given you uh, and springboard off it, off it, if you will, or you're going to butt heads with it because uh, there are two very different ways to deal with these things that life puts up. But uh, I think you we're going to get into that. Go on. Tony, I just loved what you just said about butting heads because that is exactly what I think I was going through before the accident happened. I think that the universe or whatever was trying to tell me, you know, you need to choose a different path. 
and you know writing gardening um you know making a difference leaving a positive legacy kept on coming up but it wasn't something that i felt that was going to be making me that successful person that you know that picture that i had in my mind and so i went in other directions and um the universe i think kept on telling me these little hints these little nudges and i was not listening you know i had my blinders on i was focused i was going to do my thing and you know i was determined which i tend to be you know very determined and obstinate and tenacious um but uh then I think the accident was like the final wake up call. The universe just said, hey, you know, if I have to slap you in the face, I'll do it. You got to wake up and you got to realize that you have a different purpose. And so I really do look back at it as um, as like a, a, a positive thing, you know, even though it was traumatic and I still pay for it sometimes, I actually feel like um, I, I would not be the person I am today. I wouldn't be happy like I am today. I wouldn't have the relationship with my husband that I have today. You know, it's, we live in bliss, really. We live, we're living our bliss, we're living our purpose and, um, and, and running our business and living a sustainable life, as you say. And, and that has made, every day brighter for me you know you know uh i am i i'm very spirit i'm a i'm all about personal development but i'm, I'm a big part of that is spirituality uh not religion but spirituality and uh one of the things i'm i'm studying right now the meditations by marcus aurelius written 1800 years ago and i have a protege him and i are studying it and as well as developing a course from it. And one of the things that Aurelius expounds is this thing called providence. Now I've always, well, for the longest time, I've believed that, uh, you know, the old saying is that everything happens for a reason, which I had issue with. I was like, well, yeah, a lot of times it's a stupid reason though. <laughs> but that's, that's I'm always limited to my own uh, perception. Uh, and in, in, re in reading and, and understanding, I'm and subscribing more and more to to the meditations uh, and this thing known as providence, you know, which uh, purports that everything that everything happens because it's supposed to happen. And that to me, that seems like it was disempowering. Boy, what about my free choice? What about my what about me being the you know the the captain of my my destiny, my captain of my ship, and the, you know the uh, that's I think that's more my ego than anything. But I'm really more and more accepting that providence happens and, and that, you know, I think there's a, in the, in the smaller picture, mm -hmm. uh, we take issue with things, right? Because of our own desires and our, our, our quote unquote free will. But in the bigger picture, if we scope out, then we could see that we could have much less resistance to things and accepting of things. Uh, and in regarding providence, you know, Aurelia, Aurelius says that it happens not only because it's supposed to happen, but so that it happens so that the better thing could happen in the future, mm -hmm. the better thing. And, and I have found that when I, when I scope out in the bigger picture, I'm like, yeah, this is really making sense. And what you are talking about, everything you described seems to me, that's, you know, the accident and other things. Uh, it happens so you can have the better thing. I'm buying into this more and more. Absolutely. I think, um maybe my journey wouldn't have been so rough if i wasn't so resistant to be honest honestly you know if i would have you know accepted and maybe um 
had the mental ability to process the opportunities that were presented in front of me. We're not always there mentally. We're not ready to accept or even see the opportunities and the doors that are there for us to knock on and open and experience and 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 work with. Um, sometimes we we got our blinders on, you know, and that's really unfortunate. I feel like um, ever since I've changed my mindset, it's it's been very interesting to just watch where things go. You know, uh, we've done so many different things since we went on our own journey. You know, I've I've been able. I ran a radio show for ten years that aired three times a week internationally. It was a fantastic show. Loved what was it. it used about? To, we brought in people from around the world who we highlighted that we're making a difference in the world, making making the world a better place. So it could be someone who, uh, you know, cleaned up beaches. It could be some uh, an organization that planted trees. It might be a business that takes a waste item and turns it into a, a you know, a a value added product that they then, you know, sell and or it might be someone who created a business in order to raise funds for a nonprofit or there's all different kinds of um, people that we had on there. Amazing individuals. And I tell you, it really changed my mindset from thinking that uh, uh, here I am in this big pool, this big world, and it's just me paddling, you know, paddling, paddling, trying to do something. But then when I opened up my view, my perception, I realized that there are billions and millions of people all over the world. You know, all of, there's hundreds of thousands of organizations in each province and each state people, unsung heroes, your neighbors, your friends out there doing incredible, you know, volunteer, you know, uh, personal action to make the world a better place. And we just have to open our eyes and realize that it's out there. Once we do that, we shut off the news, stop looking at the newspaper, stop looking at the media, stop listening to politics, think about, you know, the bigger picture, the things that really matter in life. And you'll start realizing that there is so much light and there is so much good in the world and so much positive and proactive actions and activities and reclaimed lands and, you know, reforesting projects and all kinds of, you know, greening the deserts and so many things going on. If we just open our eyes and, and maybe start sharing that information so that other people become aware of it too. Absolutely. That is fantastic. Okay. We're going to take a, a moment to hear from our, our sponsor, a real quick moment. And then we're gonna get into the meat, the meat of what Lillian's all about, her businesses and, and how she goes about uh, green business and, and, and its peripheral stuff. So we're gonna get into the meat of the interview uh, right after we come back with Lillian Brummett. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perficio. People start something, then something comes up or they need a break or even a vacation and they often never get back on track. Perficio is designed to allow all of this. Visit www.perficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O.io, where you can live your life as you learn and make progress toward your life-changing goals. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're talking with Lillian Brummett. Now we're getting into the meat of the matter. We're going to be talking about sustainable business methods and especially with green businesses. So let me ask my first question, Lillian. What are some of the green business methods that are sometimes overlooked by entrepreneurs? You know, there, there are a ton of them. Um, one of the things that I like to highlight that I think a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and businesses maybe neglect to examine 
is who their suppliers are, who they choose to purchase from, who they choose to work with, who they choose to network with, should align with their personal mission in life. Your business is one thing, it enables you to, to uh, create that positive change and to move towards that personal mission that you have. And so you want to have the people that you're supporting, that you're purchasing from and networking with to be aligned with that. So when we're looking at our suppliers, we wanna look at not just, you know, the prices, uh, we wanna look at maybe location as far as shipping and handling and warehousing and the eco footprint of purchasing from them. We might wanna look at are they, what are their in-house policies, you know? What are they doing to make their business more sustainable? What kind of charities do they support? Do they align with your beliefs and your belief system? And is there a way that you can celebrate that? So that's another thing that I think that we forget to do is um, we're working with these people already. There's That's a wonderful networking opportunity. If we have you know, an in-house newsletter that maybe we print for the coffee table in the waiting room for our clients to read or, or something along those lines, a bullet board, a window that we can put flyers on any way that we're communicating online, offline, um, we can celebrate that we're working with these people. And I think by highlighting that, we're encouraging our clients, our customers to think a little bit more deeply about who they're working with, who they're purchasing from. And it also is a bit of a call to action to our competitors, our neighbors, our uh, businesses that we're networking with up and down the block, because it's, you know, rise to the challenge. You know, we're doing this. Are you also paying attention to these things? Customers really care about what kind of business you are. They want, these days, customers are very educated. They're very much wanting their money, uh, their limited budget, their money to go to something that they believe in and that they can feel good about spending their money at rather than having this uh, weight on their shoulders because they just consume something. So I think that, you know, showing them that we're making a difference, that we care, that we're working with people that make a difference. This is an area that uh, businesses often neglect. You know, uh, all my life, I've always been very pro-environment, very conservative in, cons in conserving the environment and the ecology, starting from before I was a Cub Scout, Weblo Web Boy Scout, you know, I was just, it was just ingrained, ingrained in me by my father. And I've always been that way. I'm, I'm vehemently anti-pollution. I mean, if I even see a person littering, you'll see me often take action, you know, using some discretion because, you know, there's only so, you know, a confrontation often may not be fruitful. But I, I, but my point is that I'm so pro-environment and anti-pollution. And that's my value, is to value the ecology, the environment. Uh, but I, you know, what I found, and perhaps I should take a cue from you, because it seems like you're talking about being having the business that you want and, and aligning values. And I, I, whereas I could find no argument in that. But I, what I find that goes on a lot today is that things are become very political, mm -hmm. as opposed to what, the way I... And I I'm, like I said, those are my values. I value the environment, the ecology very much, top value. Uh, but I, I found that very often there's a conflation between what's, what's political and those values. And a person may, may have those values, but they subscribe to a, a political bent as opposed to the value bent. And, 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 and I uh, perhaps am less than diplomatic or tactful in that like i'm like i don't give a 
crap about the politics, man. This is my value. <laughs> right. you know, I don't care what the party is or what the politicians or what activists are saying about what. If you value, this is your value, that, that, and I concur, then we have alignment, we have agreement. Uh, right. I hear what you're saying. Like, I, I really... Um... I, I, my, the way I describe this is we ought to stop pointing fingers at the government and big business and we got to stop pointing the finger and pointing the finger they should do this and your neighbor isn't doing that and the city should be doing this and we're pointing our fingers way too often I think what we need to do is roll up our sleeves and get involved. That's where the action happens, quite honestly. Yes. You know, like you're picking up the litter that you see on the ground. You know, that has a profound impact. It's not going to the waterways. It's not going to the rivers. It's not clogging up the systems. It's not polluting your city and, and inviting mosquitoes and all kinds of other, you know, pests and hazards that happen from waste being left on the ground in a community. And there's all kinds of, you know, repercussions and ripple effects from every little tiny action that we make. You know, one of the things that um, I really like to encourage businesses to do is to get involved with their community events. So there's, you know, there's so much going on in our community. So let's get involved, you know, let's really find, get on those Facebook groups and community group event listings and anything and anywhere that you can find out about this and really start networking with some of the nonprofits and what have you. Find out what conferences and events are happening. Start celebrating the ones that you believe in and that are aligned with you. You know, put up posters, add it to your blog, what have you. Give them promotions out of the goodness of your heart. You're going to have this image now with all of your clients that you're this community-minded, so, you know, uh, personable, someone that they want to work with. And at the same time, you're making a difference by helping to spread the word about these events. We can donate services. We had a fellow who put in our parking spot at the time. We had a, a, a little RV trailer, a little trailer that we took camping and we no longer have it, uh, but we had a little parking spot built for it. And that guy who does the bulldozer work and builds the driveway um, or the parking spot, he donates his time to some of the nonprofits in the area. So he'll take his bulldozer and he'll go repair their driveway or do whatever work they need done on their properties. He donates that time and he gets the extra promotions out of it. He writes press releases, he puts it on his blog. He lets people know about it and he's making a difference and helping out these nonprofits. Can we, you know, maybe donate a product or a gift certificate or some service to an event or a festival or a fundraising thing that's happening in your area or as, as a door prize or as a contest draw or there's so many things that we can do to get involved right. locally you know so to by make doing a difference free services by making donations yes uh, getting actively involved you know yes. rolling up the sleeve this, these are some of the ways that businesses can play a positive role in their community. And, and then, of course, and they benefit too, right? Like the, all of these places that you're now working with, they have their own circles. They have their circle of volunteers. They have their circle of suppliers. They have their circle of sponsors. They also have their circle in regards to all of their connections regarding social networking sites and what have you that they're a part of. So when you're networking with them and you're encouraging them to celebrate this activity, they're going to start announcing it and you get all that coverage from them right. as well as the, what you put out as well with your press releases and right so this you. is not just great pr this is meeting new customers <laughs> correct yes and you're getting that imagery that you really want to have and it's an honest imagery you're not 
doing it fake, you know, just fake to get an image. It's, it's something you really believe in and it's hard, true to your heart. So whatever you get back is always a bonus. Here's, here's a really good example. So there was a local, there's a local thrift store. I love telling the story because it was phenomenal. There's a local thrift store that gets all of these amazing donations and they clean them up and they resell them or they donate them to people running from difficult situations, their house burnt down, that, you know, it's a domestic violent, whatever. They have all of these that they donate to, they totally outfit you if you're having those kinds of issues. Otherwise they sell them and then they raise all these funds for, for community organizations and events and, and happenings. It's an amazing group of people, all volunteer run. And so I wanted to sort of brighten their day, happened to know the manager. I said, hey, you know, would you like three signed copies of our cookbook to give away just to brighten someone's day you can give it to your volunteers that you want to celebrate or your customers as they come in the door that you just want to you know they're downcast you want to brighten their day whatever you want to do is fine with me and she was like that would be fantastic she took it to the board they ended up deciding to do a month-long draw so they for all the traffic hundreds and hundreds of people coming in and out of their store all that traffic got to see this draw this big box this poster the books on display plus a whole bunch of other just prizes that they ended up getting involved in this contest and it ran for a month long all of their social networking posts all of the posts that i did to support it locally you know facebook groups and what have you and it just turned into this huge thing that I did not expect to have happen. I just thought it might be nice, maybe get some underground word of mouth promotions happening. Not really anything big, I didn't think, but it ended up being way much bigger than I thought it would be. And I was just really thrilled with the result just from trying to, you know, brighten someone's day. Fantastic. So you're just getting involved and by getting involved, you're actually not just promoting your business, you're, you're increasing it by your exposure to prospects and customers and great, uh, great uh, feelings and, and uh, PR for your, you know, your, your business and standing in the community. You know, you're, you're not an island, you're part of a community. So you're actually, yes. you're a slice of the pie. Yes, and I think that's where uh, advertising has changed so much. Like, yes, you can get an ad in a local newspaper or a magazine or, you know, get an ad on the radio or whatever, but you're getting a select number of their circulation, the people that subscribe to that or the people that read that. And it's, it's fairly limited and only if they actually see your ad, you know, they might be just swiping through and reading some things or doing a puzzle. They're not paying attention to the ads at all, you know, because they're on the sides and they just sort of you know that it just disappears so you know if if you're advertising first you got to make sure that you're, you're you're following the purple snowflake marketing techniques but you're but uh you don't always have to advertise locally doing things like this this hands-on community-minded involvement i have found it to be much more effective than paid advertising locally it's locally. different if you're reaching out to wider audiences you know outside of your community you're getting online or you're reaching out to outside uh, uh, cities outside your current uh, residence but when if we're just talking locally um, we personally haven't had to have paid advertising for years uh, probably almost a decade now we haven't done paid advertising because we get so much coverage in the media because we're so involved in the community because we do hands-on promotions you know we're out there distributing bookmarks and we're having events and we travel around to the surrounding communities and do things so um, because of that 
we haven't had to do paid advertising in that amount of time here locally. So that's fantastic. Great stuff. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor real quickly, and we'll come right back with Lillian Brummett. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Proficio. What is the key to wealth? It's not just making money. It's not wasting it, avoiding debt and costly mistakes. To get the wealth mindset, visit www.proficio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can start acting like a millionaire instead of just dreaming to be one. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. We're speaking with the lovely Lillian Brummett. She's telling us how she lives her dream, how she has her dream green business, and how she does so well with it. Great stuff about not just not PR, but marketing and, and not necessarily running the business, but how she how she interacts with her community and her and her customers is just fantastic stuff, you know. And not just for a green business, but the kind of business that that you want to have. She just it, you, it seems like you live it. There's a big part of living it as opposed to just having it as something that that's there and it's existential. It's it's like you really really buy into it and believe in it. Is that is that accurate, Lillian? That is absolutely accurate. Um, you know, it, it evolved over the decades that we've been in business and and perfected it to where we have it now. And um, to me, I find I find networking so effective when it comes to uh, to working with people on and offline, and the um, the incredible benefits that come with it, and the feel good that you get from it too. Uh, that's so important. It really is. I, I don't want to say advertising too much because, of course, advertising should be part of your campaign. You know, your marketing should be multifaceted. But I think that this area of marketing is uh, of promoting of, of getting known and building that name recognition is so very effective. And collaborating doesn't have to start and stop with your um, sustainable and your personal beliefs. It can also go in with uh, other local businesses in your area. Are there like-minded businesses in your area? Are there businesses near you that you can collaborate with? And meaning they could be completely different businesses than yours. However, you might be able to collaborate in, hey, let's have an event on the exact same day. We each hold our events at different times. We run this advertising campaign, which we all collaborate on that fee. We all get mentioned. We all get the benefit of each other's audiences. You know, everybody has their networking that they're doing and what have you. So everybody benefits from that. And all these businesses are now supporting each other. So starting that, open that door, crack it open, you know, see where you can go with that and get them to come up with their own creative ideas too. You never know where it's going to come from. Someone will contact you with some really fun or outlandish idea and it's, well, let's try it. Let's give it a shot and see where it goes, you know, and have fun with it and learn from the experience and developing that relationship with other businesses, whether they're exactly or like-minded or not, um, is, a, is a wonderful thing because now all these businesses know of you. So here comes a client or they're, maybe they're in a restaurant and they're meeting with someone and they mention that they're interested in a particular thing. Now they have you to recommend to that person. So 
you know, it builds their relationship with their contacts because they know people and you get that extra, you know, uh, word of mouth happening. So, so it seems to me in, in coming up with creative networking ideas, the, a basic tenant is, is to reach out to like-minded groups, businesses, organizations, uh, whether they be prospects, customers, or vendors, or people that share the same values and just start talking with them. And then yes. you start co collaborating, maybe just bouncing ideas off each other, saying, exactly. what ideas have you got? What have, these are some of my ideas. What can we do together? Uh, yes. And then, and then the ball starts rolling. And Tony, you raise a good point. Make sure that you have some ideas already to present when you, when you're knocking on that cold door that you haven't had that contact yet. Um, you would be able to say, "Hey, you know, I, I have these these ideas. This right. is what I can do for you." So you're going in there saying, "I'm offering this. I have this available. Whether you network with me right now or not, whether we, you know, we might." network in the future but if i can open that door and create that relationship with you offer this with you for instance uh my blog one of my blogs uh is a fantastic networking tool i interview authors and publicists and publishers and entrepreneurs and green businesses and um, a variety of uh, bloggers and podcast hosts and a variety of different people on that on that uh, blog. And by doing that, it opens up a whole bunch of networking opportunities. I can say to them, cold contact, hey, would you like to come on? I saw your, your show, your YouTube podcast. I really like what you're doing. Would you like to come on and, and uh, give our audience a little bit of behind the scenes as to what it takes to run your show and you know get some exposure? That opens up that door. You never know. They might also run a blog that has a similar audience that you, you know, they might invite you to become a guest on their blog. Um, there's, you never know what else they're doing outside of that one channel, that one thing that, uh, that you're offering. So it's, it's really interesting where it can take you from there. But uh, a blog is a fantastic thing to have. If you, of course, have built up the audience first, you want to make sure that you've got an audience and it's established and, you know, uh, and that kind of thing before you go out and, and start networking. Right. So it seems to me that the foundational tenant of, of, of what you do and what you describe is, is certainly it's values based uh, and you look for uh, like-minded uh, people to interact with groups, organizations, prospects, but the values have to be your sincere and authentic values because when you have that, then it's, it's so organic, you know, yes. you know, it's so it's almost effortless because it's so it's you're, you're just doing what's important to you. You're not just make, doing a business for the sake, you know, of creating and maintaining a customer. This is the change you want to see in the world. This is, this is exactly. the things that you want to build in the world. So it's so, it's so natural for you. You're, you're, you're creating your world, if you will, by doing your business. <laughs> and living my life. Cause I, I honestly live by the, the idea that every breath that we take is it is a chance for us to make an impact. In fact, we already are having an impact. So raising our consciousness, our awareness helps us become more proactive about what that impact is going to be. 
So the more we become aware that every breath, every moment is a chance to make a difference, to have a positive impact, to you know maybe let loose some of our negativity and our baggage, whatever it is that we're working on at that moment, we can move forward and we can create positivity, absolutely, with every breath that we take. You know, I used to work as a life coach, as a personal development coach, and now I have a, a technological coaching company that's going to revolutionize self-help and personal development. Okay, great. Uh, and I don't say that as a aggrandizement or, or the study of digression. I'm, I'm just going to get into um, purpose. Uh, you know, and I've oftentimes, you know, you know, I, when I when I was coaching, you know, I would say, okay, I can help people find balance in life. I never had a single client who came to me and said, Tony, help me have balance. Even though we're all, we're typically imbalanced, nobody wants that. But what I found is that people want to pursue, achieve goals. So I helped them, helping people uh, pursue and achieve their goals. That was the primary thing. But also changing, changing, helping people change from dysfunctional to functional. Okay, great. Those are, those in, in those regards, coaching is incredible. So rewarding for me to be an agent of that as well, mm -hmm. of course, for, for my clients. Um, and I had a very, I had like a 90% success rate. Okay, all that you know, said. Mentoring is such an amazing thing, Tony. Like accolades to you for that. Uh, to be a, your leader, you're out there leading and helping people, showing them this roadmap that is, you know, uniquely designed for their unique situation and, and personality and, and, and situation. And you're helping them reach their goals and 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 grow themselves on a personal level and in multifaceted ways whether they realize that that's what they're going to get from you or not when they first sign up to you and i think that is such a wonderful thing like if we could if we could all be mentors out there in some way you know it's it we could have such an impact in um accelerating the consciousness and you know the sustainable uh uh, connected movement that's happening across the globe you know we didn't have these kind of conversations back in the in the 50s you know things were very slowly evolving and and thank goodness to our ancestors who fought and bled for what we have here now today you know when we look Absolutely. at that you know our our roads roads are golden evermore and so we just you know we have all of these wonderful opportunities and to help accelerate because the more the movement accelerates and grows the bigger the wave gets as we've seen you know we saw a big wave in the 70s and then in the 80s and then again in the late 90s and now it's just this huge rolling roller coaster uh, where our whole global society is changing businesses changing everything's changing to you know living a life of purpose uh leaving a positive legacy improving things rather than um causing harm that's it you just came back with realignment with me and i and you know, and I don't I'm not create, I'm not having disagreement, uh, but, uh, you know, that I consider that coaching. However, there's mentoring too. And this is what I'm talking about now, mentoring, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, mentoring. I, and Well, the thing that I was getting to is that a person, when a person finds their purpose or realizes what it is, then they have it. That's right. the thing. That's the life changing event or, or view that uh, when it happens because now things change mm -hmm. now things change things become less laborious and more uh just desire you know this is what i do because this is my my purpose and i just do it uh right. and it's a, it's a game changer where things where working becomes a joy even though it can be tedious and it can be exhausting becomes more of a joy and less of an effort um 
And so helping people find a purpose was a, is a critical thing. And, and, and what you've been talking about, <laughs> all, really all of it is, is your purpose. This is your purpose. So, and and you're, you're busy getting about your purpose, you know, adding in alignment with your purpose. That's the, to me, it seems that that's the critical thing that you found your purpose, you realized what it was, and then you went, you, and I think with your husband, of course, too, yeah. you went out, went about doing it. And so you just do it. And, and it's, it's not your job. You may, you can call it your job. You can call it your business, but this is what your purpose is and you're about it. So you just, it's finding these people is not, you know, a check, a checkbox on your checklist. This is what you do because this is the thing why you're here on earth. <laughs> Absolutely. And yet at the same time, you still have to have that business hat on, you know, you got to have your, your action plan, you got to have your, you know, uh, your business plan, your contingency plan, your succession plan, you got to have these things in place, you know, you, you got to know what your operations are, and what your projected operation costs are going to be, you need to know, like, is your action plan today, not only fulfilling your goals for today and this year, but it's also leading up to your future projects, the things that you foresee, possibly experiencing or going towards in the future are you taking the steps today to make that happen because it's a slow process we're evolving we have to learn skills we have to fit it into our schedule you know sometimes we have to let something go until we evolve as a person or find room in our schedule to take it on again but you know and that's okay but as long as we're heading in that direction we're making those steps forward so i think it's really important that we have that in place we have this basic plan in place we know where we're going what's going to happen um have some contingency plans in place but also you know go with the flow you know float in the river don't don't try to stop the river and make it go your own direction float along you know be flexible too <laughs> Boy, I learned that boy, I did a lot of swimming up river in my younger years. And now I've learned to be a better floater. Yeah, <laughs> just crack the beer and float along. Right, that's the yeah. key, is to be a better floater. The job yeah. is to stay on the surface. Not, yes. I, I can get to where I want to go by, be, by being accepting, by being right. smart, not by being forceful. Because, boy, it's so much more, it's so exhausting, number one. And mm -hmm. often I find that I don't get the result I wanted anyway. Okay, let's let's take our, our final break uh, for our last uh, quick message from our sponsor, and then we'll come back with the final segment with Lillian Brummett. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Perfizio. What if there was a self-improvement program truly personalized to you, that knew and cared for you deeply, that whatever was going on in your life adapted for you perpetually? Visit www.perphysio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O.io, where you can start a program that will always suit you, considering all the pressures and nuances of your life. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petrozo. We're having an excellent conversation with Lillian Brummett. And now we're getting into the final things, the final elements about networking. We've been talking about all kinds of networking and marketing. Uh, and what are, what are some methods for managing network opportunities? Okay, uh, there's two actually that I use. I have a file on my computer where I post promotional and networking opportunities two different pages on that file folder. And uh, 
I put that there because there are so many ideas and opportunities that I see, but I don't always have time to follow up on them. So I put them there and so that my mind comes to rest. I don't feel like, oh, I'm less than because I haven't followed through with this or, you know, there's so so many things I haven't done. I look at it as more as a resource page for as when my schedule opens, I can now choose, pick and choose from the ones on these lists and start utilizing those promotional opportunities that are just sitting there for me. I haven't had to pay anybody to find them for me. I've got them there. I don't have to keep thinking about them and worrying about them because they're there they're written down it's okay I can come back to them as time allows and I have to be tenacious enough to come back and actually do it self-disciplined you know get in there do it when the time allows that's one way I do it another way that I do it is I use a spreadsheet and I know that people are going to go oh my gosh you know she's going to get all into the organization part of it and record keeping but honestly it is so effective when Absolutely. I have I just all I do is I put a date I put the business, the contact name, the email, preferred, you know, contact, whether it's Facebook, message, whatever there is that the communication has happened with them. And I have a section where the notes. And so in that note section, I did briefly bullet form. This is what we talked about. And this is the date. And then I highlight it in colors. I have it all color coded. So as a glance, I can see, okay, this one's pink. That means a positive thing has happened with them, but it isn't complete. Purple is complete. Brown means didn't work out. They're not interested in furthering a relationship. That's okay. We don't have to keep in contact with them. So, you know, gray is, it was from last year, last year's contact or a previous year's contact that we're currently networking with. And it'll also have another color. So I have all these different colors that at a glance, I can see light blue tells me, got to follow up on that. You know, as soon as my schedule opens up, you know, tomorrow or whatever, and I have time to do some follow-up, I'll go into that file and I'll look for all the light blues and see who needs to be followed up on if it's time to follow up on them yet. Sometimes, you know, you got to wait a week or two, depending on the relationship and the last communication. When I do that and I, I reach out to them and they say to me, oh, geez, you know, I forgot all about that four months ago. That's right. I remember sort of talking to you about it, but what, what was it again? I can go back and I'd say, oh, yes, you know, we had, we had this discussion on this date and we told, talked about this. And then I sent you this on this date. And that's helpful for them because they don't have to scroll through all their sent files and Absolutely. folders and emails. They can just go, oh, May 31st, you sent me an email. They go to May 31st, they look, bang, it's there. Oh yeah, yeah I've got the image that you sent me, you're right. So it just makes it, don't make them work for anything, right? Absolutely. And that solidifies your relationships and makes you stand out like a purple snowflake in a crowd of your peers. Because you know, here you are, this purple snowflake, you're someone they want to work with. You're easy to work with, you know, you're organized. When they get that sense from you, just from that brief conversation, that creates this, an amazing solidified relationship with that person. Their image of you is like, you know, you're not going to be difficult to work with. And not only that, but they're going to want to continue to work with you in the future. So my networking relationships, honestly, I have networking relationships that, that go back like 16 years, you know, we're still networking today. And so when you have that kind of uh, thing happening, it just, your return on your investment of your initial time knocking on that door and creating that relationship is, is, is extended. Your return on investment is much greater because now you have this long-term relationship. It's Absolutely. not just a one-time thing. If you keep track of that relationship and continue to add to it, it's going yes. to blossom further. It's going, the more you put into it and continue yeah. it, 
the more it'll, it'll, it'll come out of it. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, like it's critical once a year, usually around, you know, November or January or somewhere around there, I'll reach out to for the previous year's contacts just to say, hey, it was really great working with you last year. I really enjoyed such and such. Thank you for having me on your blog, whatever it was. And, you know, looking forward to ways that we can network in the future. It just keeps that door open and it reminds them that, hey, you still appreciate the work that they did. You still acknowledge it and you still want to keep that relationship going. And it all of a sudden you get all these emails back saying, oh, geez, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's maybe do this. I'm, I've just come up with this project that's coming up this summer. Why don't you join? me in on it whereas you might not have heard about that otherwise so keep those doors open keep those communications open absolutely totally great I, my experience is singular on that absolutely yeah. everything you said what opportunities do you offer people reaching out to network with you okay well the uh the, we offer uh interview and article and uh, poetry. So over on our main blog, Brummett's Conscious Blog, which is consciousdiscussions.blogspot.com, when you go there, I click on the about page, and you'll see actually quite a long list of information of how to appear on the blogs, how to be a guest, also networking um, opportunities that we offer. Um, is listed there as well. For both our blogs, we have another blog called Drum It with Brummet, and it is for musicians with a heavy slant towards percussion and drums, but we also offer networking there as well. So we might recommend your business or your organization. We might do an interview with you um, on one of the blogs. We might um, allow, uh, you know, invite you to put some articles on our blog, or we might say, you know, you're a poet and you're submitting poetry. There's a variety of different ways that we can network with those two blogs alone. We also have a YouTube channel that we utilize for networking purposes. And we have a really large uh, social networking um, connection out there. Uh, besides the, all of that social media, we have this huge social networking section as well that we also utilize for networking, meaning uh, we might uh, share with our Facebook groups um, an opportunity because we really support what these people are doing and they get the exposure through our audience and maybe they're gonna do something for us in exchange, such as maybe they have an online bulletin board and they're gonna put up a notice for us. So there's, you know, all of these different, you know, ways of networking. Uh, we have a volunteer page on our blog, which lists uh, uh, charitable organizations in our area on this side of the lake. And it's a great way for local charitable organizations to network with each other and also volunteers to find networking experience or volunteer experiences. Um, and for us, it opened up a lot of networking opportunities with those charities that we are connected with. So, you know, there's lots of ways of, of uh, that we get involved and get into the networking. It's multifaceted, really, <laughs> the ways that we that we network. But I think the best way is to go to that uh, consciousdiscussions.blogspot.com, look at that about page, and you'll get some ideas. But we're always welcome to people connecting with us and saying, you know, hey, I have this really creative, unique idea. What do you think? We'd love to hear about it. Great stuff. Fantastic stuff, Lillian. Do you have any final remarks for the audience? Uh, yes, I think that um, I, I really want to encourage people that they really do have the power to make a difference 
really small actions really do have a measurable impact, whether you're gardening on your deck or you're, you know, deciding to, you know, pick up that litter that you just walked by as opposed to walking by, or whether you decide to volunteer somewhere or get involved in some way, or how you speak, if you can improve how you're speaking about things and speak more positively as opposed to critically judgmental, negatively bringing up negativity, maybe bring, try to concentrate on bringing more positivity into your speech, into your thought pattern every single action that we we have has 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 a profound impact you never know what a smile across the room can can do for someone who's feeling down and and how their day is completely changed because of that one thing that you did so let's all try to make the world a better place absolutely great stuff i understand you also have a, a free gift for the audience Oh, absolutely. Yes. If they just reach out to us, um, our contact information is on that blog, consciousdiscussions.blogspot.com. On that about page, our contact is there. And I have a free ebook for our listeners today, and it'll be the Rhythm and Rhyme Poetry book, which you can find on Amazon. Just go to amazon.com, look up Lillian and Dave Brummett, and you'll find all of our books listed there. But but you you already said that the web the web page that they can go to. That's right. Okay. That's great. right. Okay. Yes. So uh, is there any other way that you'd like them to contact you, or, or you want to websites or any social media? Of course, you're gonna have a profile on selfhelpcoaching.com, which will list everything. But would you like to say what that what they are? Yes, that would be great. Um, they can find me on uh, facebook.com. Uh, just go to look for Lillian and Dave Brummett there. They can find both Dave and my web uh, pages on Facebook. Actually, pretty much most of the common uh, social networking sites uh, they can find us on. Brummettmedia.ca is our main website as well. So. There's Fantastic. lots of ways to contact us. Just if you're on so, in a social networking site and you're wondering if, there, if we're there, just pop in Lillian Brummett. I'm usually the one that, that has the profile pages and you'll be able to find us there. The, Lillian, this has been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, you. I, I think this is a very valuable content for people thinking about business or maybe already in business, especially regarding valued, values-based marketing. Uh, and I think that's what we, we, we're all about. What you, that's what you do. Uh, you, you, you know, you don't, you don't just do business. You, you live a life, and your business reflects the life that you live. So I think you get, you get the, you got a bullseye going on. So kudos to you. It's been a pleasure uh, having this discussion with you, and I, I really look forward to this being put out and being valuable, not just to people who are considering a green business or just uh, or going into business for themselves, but already in it because you, you shared a lot of great stuff, a lot of simple stuff too. It's not even complex. It's simple stuff, but you're the, you're, you're the uh, proof of proof in the pudding that it actually works. You've been doing this for some time now. Oh, thank you so much. You know, we, we, um, we actually answer a lot of entrepreneur related questions over on our YouTube channel as well, which is uh, the Bremen Media YouTube channel. They can find that there. Just look it up. And um, we'll, if they have questions, we'd be glad to cover them in, a, in an upcoming video as well. Thank you very much. I really appreciate Lillian. And I want everyone listening to remember that we're all responsible for ourselves and we could all use a little help. And with that, we'll see you at the next podcast interview. Thank you very much, Lillian. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. 
Remember to visit our website at self-healthcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.